This is Dr. Sean Canone, and welcome to the podcast. Today we're going to talk about the appropriate utilization of prolonged services codes. There are two basic types of prolonged services codes, face-to-face and non-face-to-face. So we'll look at each of these individually, and then we'll talk some about the updates that are coming in the 2023 CPT guidelines. We will narrow our focus today by just considering codes that can be utilized in the long-term care post-acute care setting. These codes must be utilized in relation to a face-to-face E&M visit, but CMS recognizes that there is often extra work being done in relation to that E&M visit that goes beyond the usual time of the visit itself. So let's begin by looking at face-to-face prolonged services, specifically in the nursing home setting, where codes 99356 and 99357 would be applicable. These are the codes that CMS recognizes for use in the inpatient setting, which includes nursing homes. Here, Medicare will pay for prolonged services for the first hour beyond the usual time of the E&M visit by utilizing code 99356. The provider must meet face-to-face patient contact criteria and this code must be billed on the same day by the same provider as the companion E&M visit. The provider then may use code 99357 to report each additional 30 minutes beyond the first hour of prolonged services. So let's talk a little bit more specifically about codes 99356 and 99357 and help define some of the elements that are required. First, there is the face-to-face or direct contact element. In the nursing facility setting, direct patient contact is face-to-face time during the visit itself and time on the unit or floor that's devoted strictly to that patient. There are several areas that CMS will not allow to be included in face-to-face prolonged services billing. This includes time spent reviewing charts or discussing a patient with the house medical or nursing staff, waiting for test results, waiting for a change in the patient's condition, waiting for the end of a therapy, or waiting for the use of facilities. So what types of activities would take you beyond the usual service time of an E&M visit and be appropriate for billing a face-to-face prolonged services code like 99356? Well, it could just be direct time spent with the patient in caring for them. It could be that the patient is non-compliant with the chosen treatment options, that there have been difficulty understanding you, because of mental or physical handicaps or language barriers. It could be that the provider has to explain complex treatment options, such as major surgeries or medication changes, or having to explain lifestyle changes that a patient must take. Additionally, when professional services are rendered on the unit or floor and in relation to the companion E&M visit, some care coordination activity could also be applicable to billing for face-to-face prolonged services. We noted that codes 99356 and 99357 are applicable to prolonged services that are face-to-face and provided on the same day as the E&M companion visit. As mentioned, code 99356 covers the first hour of prolonged services after the E&M visit, and in order to bill for code 99356, you must eclipse at least half of that one-hour mark. To say it another way, you must have prolonged services for at least 30 minutes in order for code 99356 to be utilized in addition to your E&M visit. For instance, 
Say your E&M visit is being based on clinical components at a 99309 level. The timestamp for 99309 per CMS is 25 minutes. Therefore, the threshold time to bill both 99309 and 99356 for prolonged services would be 55 minutes. 25 minutes for 99309 and at least 30 minutes for 99356. So once you get to minute 31 in your prolonged services, you can bill 99356 for face-to-face prolonged services. However, the documentation requirements for billing prolonged services are stringent. Not only should you specifically document the activities and services that were rendered that account for that time, but you should list individual start and stop times for each activity. Remember as well that for these face-to-face prolonged services, you must remain on the unit or floor and be providing services in relation to the E&M visit, but the time does not have to be continuous. It might be broken, and therefore start and stop times are very important. So code 99356 covers prolonged services that are face-to-face on the same day on the same unit or floor for up to 60 minutes. Once you get past that first hour, Each additional half-hour increment is billed with code 99357. And similar to what we just discussed, you must eclipse at least half of that code's time before you can bill. So in our previous example of an E&M visit that's billed based on clinical components at a 99309 level, the time signature from CMS is 25 minutes for that visit. The time to billing threshold for code 99309 plus 99356 is a minimum of 55 minutes. The time threshold to bill 99309 plus 99356 plus 99357 would that be a minimum of 100 minutes, 25 plus 60 plus 15. There is one more issue that's very important to recognize when billing for face-to-face prolonged services using code 99356, and that is when the underlying or companion E&M visit is being billed by time rather than clinical components. So the example that we gave was a 99309 being billed by clinical components where the CMS time signature is 25 minutes. However, If the provider has spent more than 50% of their time in care coordination and counseling during that E&M visit and chooses to bill that visit based on time rather than clinical components, then it changes the way that we utilize prolonged services codes. In essence, when the E&M services code is selected based on time, you may only report prolonged services with the highest code level in the family of codes as the companion code. So for our previous example, if the underlying E&M visit was going to be billed based on time and prolonged services were going to be added to that visit, then you would actually have to bill for 99310 with a time signature of 35 minutes from CMS, which would raise the threshold for billing of 99356 to at least 65 minutes. But remember that this is only applicable when the companion E&M visit is billed by time. In that scenario, there would be documentation required for both the E&M visit and the prolonged services code to explain the professional services that were rendered, whether care coordination or counseling for the underlying E&M visit, 
and then the prolonged services themselves. Each of these would have to be highlighted in detail, and there would have to be a start and stop time for each activity. Just a couple of closing thoughts on the face-to-face prolonged services codes. First, note that 99356 and 99357 both carry a WRVU amount of 1.71. Lastly, note that codes 99354 through 99357 will actually be deleted at the end of 2022 and replaced with new codes in 2023, so keep an eye out for more information as it becomes available. Let's now turn our attention to the non-face-to-face prolonged services codes. Again, we will focus primarily on codes that are utilized in the nursing home setting, and these will be 99358 and 99359. Similar to what we described for the face-to-face prolonged services codes, 99358 will be applicable to the first hour of non-face-to-face prolonged services, and 99359 would then be a companion code for each additional 30 minutes beyond that first hour of prolonged services. And once again, according to CPT convention, the threshold is reached for billing at the halfway point, for example, at minute 31 of that first hour. Although these codes are used to report non-face-to-face prolonged services, they must be utilized in direct relation to a face-to-face E&M visit which has already occurred or one that is planned in the future. If the prolonged services are being done in advance of an anticipated E&M visit, you should wait to bill for these non-face-to-face prolonged services until that face-to-face E&M visit is completed. Typically, these non-face-to-face prolonged services codes are utilized when services are provided on a day that's different from the E&M visit. However, the actual language from CMS says that they may be reported on a different date than the primary service to which it's related. Therefore, these non-face-to-face prolonged services should be applicable even on the same day as the E&M face-to-face visit as long as the non-face-to-face criteria is met. It is clear that the non-face-to-face prolonged services must be performed on one day and not accumulated over several days. Technically, time can accumulate over the course of that entire day, and therefore documentation is critical once again, not only in highlighting the types of prolonged services that were provided, but also time stamping with start and stop times for each of these activities. Before we get into some specific examples of how the non-face-to-face prolonged services codes can be utilized, it's important for me to reiterate again that when this is being done in anticipation of a future E&M face-to-face visit, it cannot be billed until that E&M visit has been performed and reported. Now let's look at a couple of examples of how the non-face-to-face prolonged services code 99358 might be utilized. Consider a patient who's admitted to the nursing facility and there aren't many past medical records available. You perform an initial history and physical And then a couple of days later, many of her medical records arrive. You spend a total of 45 minutes reviewing these old records, talking to a previous consultant to confirm a diagnosis and medication regimen. You then talk to the family and revise the care plan based on this information. Your billing for the initial E&M visit would be for the day that it was performed. The billing for 99358, non-face-to-face prolonged services, 
would be for the date that you reviewed the records, talked to the specialist and family, and revised the care plan. And since there were 45 minutes spent in non-face-to-face prolonged services, you will have eclipsed the minimum threshold of 30 minutes for the billing of 99358. Another situation where you might find it appropriate to bill for non-face-to-face prolonged services would be when you have a lot of patient information and medical records prior to their admission. You're reviewing these things, having discussions with the family, with physicians at the hospital potentially, and preparing for this patient to arrive. The patient may arrive on a different day, and you would bill for your initial E&M visit when you actually see the patient face-to-face, but you would bill for the prolonged services on the date when those services were performed prior to the patient's admission. Another scenario where you might want to consider a non-face-to-face prolonged services billing would be for a patient who you saw yesterday. Maybe you diagnosed them with pneumonia and a CHF exacerbation, started them on a diuretic and a new antibiotic, discussed the care with family, and spent 45 minutes on the floor. For that E&M visit, which was very clinically complex, you billed a 99310. But now the next day, you are off-site, but you're getting calls regarding this patient's clinical status. You're following up with labs. You're ordering an echocardiogram. You're reviewing old records. You're looking at the status of her advanced directives and reviewing these over the phone with the family. The patient continues to decline. You talk to them about hospice and consider a hospice referral. Over the course of that day, you keep track of the time that you've spent, and cumulatively, it equals 45 minutes. In this scenario, you can bill for non-face-to-face prolonged services with code 99358, because you've reached at least that threshold of 30 minutes, and because the services rendered are in relation to an E&M face-to-face visit that occurred in the past. Again, you'd want to document very specifically the services that you provided with start and stop times for each. And remember, they don't have to be continuous throughout the course of that day, but they do need to take place on a single day. In terms of relative value, CMS gives code 99358 a WRVU total of 2.10. For 99359, which is the add-on code for each additional half hour, it is 1.0 WRVUs. If you are thinking of billing prolonged services and are just not sure what direction to go, maybe you should think of it in terms of a decision tree, where the first question is, did you complete an index or reference E&M visit on this patient? If the answer is no, then you must stop because you cannot bill for prolonged services codes that are not in relation to a companion E&M visit. The caveat is that 99358 can be performed in advance of an anticipated face-to-face E&M visit, but that visit still must be completed before the 99358 can be billed. So assuming that the face-to-face E&M visit has been completed, the next question to ask is whether there were at least 30 minutes of qualifying prolonged services performed on a single calendar day. If the answer is no, you must stop. You cannot bill for prolonged services. If the answer is yes, then you can move on in the decision tree. The next question I would ask is whether the prolonged services were performed on a different day than the face-to-face index E&M visit. 
If the answer is yes, then the prolonged services that were completed are considered non-face-to-face and are billable using code 99358 for minutes between 31 and 75, and then adding code 99359 if more than 75 minutes were completed. If the prolonged services were performed on the same day as the face-to-face index ENM visit, then you have to make a decision. Were these same-day prolonged services performed on the same unit or floor in the nursing home? If the answer is no, then those prolonged services are considered non-face-to-face and billable under 99358 and 99359 as applicable. But if the answer is yes, that these same-day prolonged services were performed on the same unit or floor in the nursing home, then you would bill for face-to-face prolonged services utilizing codes 99356 as long as 31 to 75 minutes of prolonged services time was achieved, and then adding code 99357 if more than 75 minutes of prolonged services were performed. Just a couple of things to keep in mind regarding the non-face-to-face prolonged services codes. First, there have been changes in other areas of medicine, including offices and outpatient clinics, where these codes are not allowed to be utilized on the same day as the index face-to-face E&M visit. So that's something that could be more applicable to the nursing home setting down the road. But also, there are changes coming, as I mentioned, in 2023 as the CPT guidelines change, and there will likely be new codes to be utilized for non-face-to-face prolonged services. So be sure to watch for those changes coming in 2023 so that you can continue to code and bill appropriately for prolonged services. In conclusion, the prolonged services codes can really be helpful for the primary care provider, especially in the nursing home setting, where there's a lot of time spent in administrative work and care coordination for these patients who are very complex clinically. Providers must be very thorough and diligent in the way that they document the use of prolonged services codes. They must always give reference to the index face-to-face ENM visit, and we must be very diligent about the way that we document time, giving start and stop times for all activities that are included for the prolonged services. Hopefully this information was helpful to you, and we look forward to bringing you another podcast as we learn more about the changes coming to the CPT guidelines in 2023.